Do you have a lovely wife that buys every bottle of celebrity whiskey when it comes out if she follows them? Do you want to know whether or not celebrity whiskey is actually garbage? Then stick around. So before we get started, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning into this episode. And we do want to just let you know that if you are interested in a deeper level of content, behind the scenes, single barrel picks, in person and online get togethers, things like that, we do have a Patreon and we would truly appreciate your support. You can head over to patreon.com and sign up for Bourbon Real Talk Plus. Lots of good stuff over there and the missus and I would certainly appreciate the support. So now let's get into the episode. Kind of the setup is that, you like to buy some celebrity whiskey. I like to support my people. Support your people. <laughs> so what celebrity brands have you purchased? Um, I wouldn't say all of them, but there's a bunch that I haven't bought. No, there's tons that you have. Um, Mike Rowe's whiskey. Love Mike Rowe. Uh, Brothers Bond from the Salvatore Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vampire Diaries. Um, Mischief Libations, or MF Libations, as their label says. What's the F for, if it's mischief? The beginning and the end of mischief, MF. Okay. Mischief Libations. I disagree. I think it's m- Libations. Um, for those, if you don't know, um, MF Libations, or Mischief Libations, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan of The Walking Dead. Yes. Um, if, if you're a, a true fan, it's not Negan. It's not, you know... Um, it's Denny Duquette, right? Yeah, it's Denny Duquette. He, yeah. he even bypasses John Winchester of Supernatural. Okay. Um, so, yes, I bought those. Even gin. Um, I bought their gin. I'm not a gin drinker, but it's great. Um, we have a lot of Belfour. Yeah. Um, you support the Belfours. I love the Belfours. So, which of those bottles did you buy with my blessing? Um... Okay, technically the Belfours gave us some bottles and then we bought bottles and you bought them. Um, But all of this... Was without my blessing. Yeah. 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 But all of this... Ah, yes. Didn't talk to me. That's true. That's true. So at one point a friend of mine said, hey, have you noticed how much whiskey your wife has been buying? And I said, hey, do you know how big my balls would have to be to tell her not to buy whiskey? (laughs) They're not that big. I'm just Um, hoping collection it's fine yeah so so i think it started with brothers bond you wanted to buy a bottle i said no and then they were on christopher hart's podcast Mm -hmm. uh and i i watched that episode and what that kind of taught me is not all celebrity whiskeys are the same same. they're not the same so what we want to do here today is talk with you about celebrity whiskey and how you as a consumer might be able to make an educated decision about whether or not you think this is just a money grab and they're pushing out garbage, or is it something that's actually worth your time and effort? So uh, first off, there are tons of celebrity brands. So let's run through some of them. Uh, Heaven's Door is by Bob Dylan. Which is what you were drinking. Yes. It's lovely. And uh, I'll let you do the next one. What's uh, your... Brother Spawned, Paul Wesley and Ian Summerholder. Um, yeah. Uh, Belfour, which is Eddie the Eagle Belfour, the Stanley Cup winning player for the Dallas Stars, where we are from. Uh, Sweeten's Cove, which is Peyton Manning and a bunch of other celebrities. Long Branch, which is Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Bradshaw, which is Terry Bradshaw. Digits, Scotty Pippen, Blackened, which is Metallica. 
Noble, which is Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. MF Libations, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. American Highway is Brad Paisley. Redneck Riviera is John Rich. Creekwater is Yellow Wolf, uh, which, you know, he's a, he was in that movie that, that we, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh. He was the assistant bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, a white rapper guy, uh, like some of his stuff. Okay. Uh, Wolf Moon, Jason Aldean, <laughs> Silver Belly, Alan Jackson, Brown Sugar Bourbon, Jamie Foxx, Number Nine, Slipknot, Virginia Black, the rapper Drake, Woodson Whiskey, Charles Woodson, Tiger Thick, uh, Brendan Schaub, uh, former uh, UFC fighter and now a comedian. Uh, backstage, Darius Rucker, Ace of Spades, Motorhead, uh, Cooper Belt, I believe, which is E40, 40, 40. Uh, Three Chords, which is Neil Giraldo, who is Pat Benatar's husband. Old Camp, Florida Georgia Line. 84, Jay Novacek. Uh, from the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, Duke, which is John Wayne's descendants, and Bespoke Spirits, which is Derek Jeter. So those are, that was the list. Which, by the way, thank you, Bourbon Real Talk community, for helping for us, sourcing us. For come, sourcing come up them. with that list. Uh, we're not going to try to drink them all because we would die. And uh, two, I'm sure many of them I would not enjoy. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about, like, how do you evaluate as a consumer whether or not this is worth your time, energy, and effort, right? Depends on how much you love the celebrity. Um, for Lindsay, it's how much you love the celebrity. Um, but the first question that I always have is who makes the whiskey, right? Sure. Because they could distill their own whiskey, which means that they had to spend millions of dollars renting a facility, buying equipment, hiring educated staff or getting educated themselves, right? And that's kind of a gangster move because you end up investing all of this money and producing all of this whiskey and you have to age it to see what it's going to taste like before you ever know whether or not you're wasting money, sure. right? And so <laughs> if they distill their own whiskey, which I believe uh, Noble does um, because it says on their back label that it is, uh, oh no, this is bottled by, I, I thought it said distilled by. So what you're looking for is a bottle that says um, distilled and bottled by. Now the second level that it could be is they don't distill it, but they contract distill it. So in that instance, they don't buy all of the distillery equipment, but they have to find a distillery that has production capacity time and they have to pay them to produce their whiskey. In that instance, they usually get to pick their own grain combination, their grain sources, they get to pick their own yeast strain, and all of those things affect the flavor of the whiskey. Um, and in that scenario, they also are in that weird situation where they're making a lot of guesses and they're investing a lot of money and in, in resources, but they have to wait a long time to see whether or not it tastes good. And that is what our friends at Belfort have done. Yes, which is done all by Dane Belfort. The son of Eddie, and he didn't, he like apprenticed under someone in Colorado and learned how to make whiskey. Yes. So it's not just. Right. It's not just them uh, doing the third their thing, own thing, which sure. is what most celebrities do, which is non distiller produced whiskey. And that is effectively where they own the intellectual property. 
they may or may not have a distilled spirits plants license, a DSP issued by the federal government. They may operate under somebody else's, which there's nothing wrong with. That's what sure. we do with the Prideful Goat. Um, but then the question becomes like, what are your motivations? Hey, nice hat. Hey, thanks. Nice lanyard. Nice rocks glass. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice travel case. Nice blend topper. Thank you. Nice candle. Nice bottle bag. Thanks, man. That's a nice tumbler. Nice woman's t-shirt. Oh, thanks. Nice uh, extra schmedium shirt. Get yourself some nice things and get all the compliments that come along with it. Shop bourbonrealtalk.com. So after you figure out where their whiskey comes from, the next thing is, do they tell you where it comes from? Disclosure. Okay. And you want somebody who's going to be honest with you. And, and so a lot of times you'll see on celebrity brands, they have kind of what I would consider deceptive trade practices. Um, but, you know, there are other brands that go above and beyond to disclose everything that they can. For instance, the Belfors originally wouldn't tell you what their mash bill was. Uh, but now they're pretty public with it, uh, which I, I, I think more disclosure is better. And the reality is, unless it's the same distillery with the same distillery staff and the exact same grain and the same temperatures and all that stuff, no one's going to be able to replicate your whiskey. So I don't sure. see a big reason for, you know, the secrecy that we saw in the past. Um, and, and so after you figure out whether or not they disclose... Um, a very simple thing to look for is the word straight on the label. Okay. So let's check out uh, your brother's bond. Okay. Do you want the cask? It doesn't strength, matter. Or, okay. Does it say straight? Uh, straight bourbon whiskey, straight bourbon whiskey. Yes. Uh, one is cask strength and one is not. Yeah. And it means that it's aged for at least two years. Um, and it means that there's zero adulteration to the whiskey. And that's one of the things that people have a problem with celebrity whiskeys is when they start adding flavorings or colorings or whatnot and try and make it seem like something that it's not. And so if it's a straight, it gets some bonus points for me. Okay. Um, the other thing to consider is, is the price in alignment with other similar products. And this is super important for the people who are non-distiller producers because there's a pretty good chance that the whiskey that they're purchasing other brands are also purchasing and so i have seen some celebrity products where you know the bottle is 80 dollars, but you can get a bottle of the exact same juice that's from somebody else that doesn't have a celebrity attached with it and it's say 40 bucks sure. right so you want to consider i have not bought any 40 dollars celebrity whiskey so the, the other thing that I want to point out is that celebrity whiskeys should, their pricing should not be compared to the legacy distilleries like Heaven Hill, you know, Wild Turkey, brands like that, because they've owned their equipment for years and years. They have many SKUs to spread the cost out across. They have completely different cost structures. So if, if you are going to say, well, I'm never going to buy a Brothers Bond, which I think is around 40 bucks. Um, because I can just go out and get a Evan Williams bottle and bond, you know, hundred proof for $13. Well, all celebrity whiskeys are off the table for you because no, no new brand is ever going to be able to keep up with that. So another consideration is proof, which is one of the gripes that I had with 
The original brothers bond. The original brothers bond. But then they released the cast strength. Right. And they do have a rye coming. BT dubs. Yeah. We'll be buying that as well. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, and that's how I got you the opportunity to talk with the Salvatore brothers. I know. Yeah. It's very exciting. So, so. He did not introduce me in our interview, but Ian Summerhalder did call me Whiskey Wife because I was wearing a Whiskey Wife t-shirt. I was playing the long game, okay? It's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad I, about it. They were doing a, a meet and greet style Zoom and you get to submit questions and I knew the exact question to write so that we would get picked. And I only did it because I wanted her to get to talk to them. Yeah. And uh, my my long game was to get them on the podcast. I'm still holding out. Uh, it's not going to happen. They they did they did say that they wanted to come on, and they did agree to send us a bottle of the cash strength before it came out for us to review. And afterwards, I talked with Christopher, and he said, "I want you to know that those gentlemen meant every word of what they said." And also, none of that stuff is going to happen. It's okay. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, a little, probably. No. Yeah. It's, it's it's fine. Yeah. So proof is a big thing, and a lot of celebrity whiskeys will come out at, a, at the minimum proof, at 80 proof, just so that they can. I mean, it's very it yummy whiskey. at 80 proof, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. 80 proof. Yeah. Uh, but it's a four grain, so it's it's got it's got some oomph. Uh, in there. And they're um, one of the people that like have a hand in the mash bill and and tried to craft it according to the taste profile that they correct. wanted. So yeah. and, I, I and they did a good job. Respect for they, that, yeah. they said that they that they were used to drinking Woodford, which has a little bit of a a, a banana runs forward nutty kind of thing. And their whiskey does have that, uh, even though it's a four grain. But um, but yeah, it's it, it's pretty good. Uh, the, the next consideration to evaluate one is the age. Um, and so a lot of celebrity whiskeys will drop something that's really super young because that's the inexpensive juice that they can get their hands on. Um, but if they're releasing something that's really young, odds are they're doing it for profit and not because they think that's what tastes good. Another thing that is a, a kind of an earmark of somebody who's in it for the long haul is did they make their own glass? Okay. Okay. So if so you, the yeah, if you take a look at the the Belfour, uh, this is my favorite glass. Glass. No one else has this bottle. It's my favorite. Like we have empty bottles of this to use as infinity bottles mm -hmm. because we love it so much. Yeah, for years, and I haven't filled them up yet. But at some point, we even have the minis. Oh my god, the minis. We do have the minis, and so it's like an Art Deco bottle. It's but beautiful. just so that you guys at home understand, um, like the Brothers Bond bottle, that's a pretty standard bottle. Um, it's a Scotch style bottle. And I, I think I have several other brands up here that use that same bottle. Um, but this bottle was custom. And to make custom glass from the jump, I mean, you're talking about like a $50,000 mold. It's a big financial investment. Yeah. And so that's one of the ways that I'll evaluate, like, are these people in it for the long haul or was this more of like a money grab? Uh, in conclusion, um, it could be a money grab, okay? But it could just be a famous person. I mean, none of the people I love would do a money grab, I'm just saying. I, All of the people I love have good intentions. I, there's there's one on the table that I, I, I question. Okay, there. same. I didn't even like that whiskey. Okay. But I... But we bought it anyway. It's yeah, fine. yeah. So uh, you know, 
they could just be trying to blend something that they love because that's their passion. Sure. Right? I mean, there's a reason why I started a whiskey brand and I'm not a celebrity. I have a small podcast, right? It's like, I'm passionate about this. I know people. Maybe I could... I mean, we have a few. Uh, we have a little collection. It's fine. A little bit of a collection. It's not, you know. It's fine. Actually, I counted. Don't. Don't. We're over 600. <laughs> and, he, and you keep drinking my stuff. At the end of the day, if it's a celebrity whiskey and you like it, it doesn't matter. If it's worth the money to you, buy it. Drink it the way you want. Someone you share it with will love it if you don't. Someone will share it with you and you can share it with them. It's going to be It'll great. Be so if this is your first time tuning into the channel, we want to thank you for the view and also let you know a little bit about our show philosophy. We are all about bringing people together around spirits. And that's something that's important to Lindsay and I because I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. And in the aftermath of that, we were looking for ways to help people uh, that might be struggling with a feeling of not belonging or not having a place in this world. And we looked into some suicide prevention walks and things like that. But at the end of the day, none of that really resonated with my spirit. And I started noticing how people were brought together by bourbon. And I thought, maybe if I can get you connected to bourbon that the whiskey will do the rest of the job and get you connected to others. And so that's part of the reason why we started the, the channel. Um, but in that process, we did see kind of the negative underbelly of really any online enthusiast community, and that was the, the trolls. And there were people out there that were being hateful to strangers, uh, which is kind of the opposite of what we were looking for in trying to build connection. And that showed me two things. The first was I need to create an online whiskey community where there was none of that drama and negativity. And that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk community. Uh, but the second thing it taught me was that if those people can be hateful to you online, there's nothing that keeps us from loving you online, even though we don't really know you. And that's why we end every show the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we, we love, love you. you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. <coughs> Excuse me, Wes. Sorry I had to edit that part out. It's mm. their distributor. Distillery. Distillery, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, to cut that out. I don't know. I'm, I've been drinking. All this is being cut up. Yeah. Okay, ready? Black. You drank a whole bottle of the Brothers Bond and I hadn't even opened it yet. I actually... It's mine. No. There two. Were... You drank two. No. You drank three. No, no, no. no, no. Calm down, killer.